the FT. Tom Hayes, a former star trader at UBS and Citigroup, has been found guilty on eight counts of conspiring to rig LIBOR in the first conviction in the global scandal over the manipulation of benchmark interest rates. I'm Martin Arnold, the Financial Times banking editor, and joining me in the studio to discuss this is Lindsay Furtado, our legal correspondent, who's been covering the trial. Lindsay, so just talk us through what's happened this week. Well, after the jury deliberated for a week, Mr. Hayes was found guilty on all eight counts. It was a nine-week trial. He's found to have conspired with more than 20 other traders and brokers at different banks and interdealer brokers. He worked with them to rig yen LIBOR in order to benefit his own trading positions. And he moved from doing this at UBS to then moving to the US bank Citigroup and attempted to do the same thing and was fired within a year of moving to Citigroup when they discovered what he was trying to do. Yep. He was successful in rigging the rate at UBS. Prosecutors say that he attempted to rig Yen Libor on almost a daily basis while he was at UBS. He left UBS in late 2009 over a dispute over pay. Um, When he joined Citigroup, he slowly tried to test the waters with the other traders there, with the rate setters, and see what he could get away with. But as soon as Citigroup found out what he was doing, it took a few months, but they slowly detected it and um, started an internal investigation and reported him and fired him. And just to take a step back, I mean, this is a massive financial scandal that's done untold damage to the image of banks worldwide. And LIBOR, the benchmark he was attempting to manipulate, is hugely important because Mm -hmm. it sets the price of trillions of dollars of financial products, mortgages, loans around the world are all priced on this. So any change in it would have affected how much people pay for their mortgages, how much companies pay for their debt. So incredibly important. But still... I had a call from a banker that works for one of the banks that Mr. Hayes used to work for just this morning, you know, shocked at the 14-year prison sentence that he's been handed down and comparing it with Kweku Adaboli, the rogue trader at UBS, who got seven years for a $2.3 billion fraud. So saying, you know, why is it so severe? It's the longest sentence that I've ever seen for a financial fraud case in the UK. Second to this was Magnus Peterson. He was the founder of Weavering Capital. It was about a $500 million hedge fund. Was that that this year or last year? He was sentenced in January this year, but the hedge fund collapsed a few years ago. 13 years was a huge sentence. So these sentences are getting tougher, it seems, for for white-collar crime. They're getting tougher. Mm. And for the insider trading cases, we've only seen five-year sentences at the very most. I mean, that holds a seven-year sentence. But the judge in this case said that he wanted to send a message. He wanted to highlight how important the LIBOR benchmark is and send a message to the banking industry that what Tom Hayes did was dishonest and wrong. Right. And also, did Tom Hayes perhaps pay the price for strategic errors? You know, that he initially pleaded guilty, then he decided to change his plea after many hours of testimony, and that may backfired. Yes. He gave 82 hours worth of evidence to the SFO. He gave names of individuals that he worked with. He gave his methodology. He explained everything to the serious fraud office. And then he decided to take a gamble and go to trial instead. 
He said during the trial, he testified that he felt like he was becoming a political football between American prosecutors and the UK prosecutors, and that angered him. And as a result, he thought that he should go before a jury and have 12 people decide his fate. And that's well, what he did. That's an interesting part of this whole case, because initially the SFO decided not to investigate LIBOR, and then after Correct. Barclays was fined for LIBOR manipulation, the first bank to be fined mm-hmm. in 2012, ultimately leading to the exit of Bob Diamond, its chief executive. The government pushed the SFO to launch an investigation and there was a bit of a fight, wasn't there, over Tom Hayes and his extradition or where, where he should be tried, in the US or in the UK. And the UK ultimately won out. So they this did. was very important from that respect too. They did, and they partly won out just because Hayes was here in England. He'd returned here after he lost his job in Tokyo at Citigroup. But the U.S. felt like they had been investigating him for several years. They had built up a case. They wanted to go after him. And the serious fraud office under their previous director had declined to take on the LIBOR investigation. It wasn't until that Barclays fine when George Osborne, Chancellor of the Exchequer, pretty much told the SFO that they needed to investigate this case that it was taken on. And they got special funding to do so, didn't they? So this is a really important moment for the SFO, which is an agency that's under some political pressure, I think it's right to say. No, absolutely. Theresa May... The British Home Secretary. The British Home Secretary, yes. As recently as October last year, indicated that she was still interested in folding in the SFO to the National Crime Agency and disbanding it. So to have a win like this is huge for the SFO. And it's also huge for David Green, the director, who's waiting on a discussion with government later this month as to whether or not he'll get a second term. Because they have had a, a number of setbacks that we w- we won't go into, but they have. It's just fair to say they've had a, they've had Huge quite a few slip ups. Yes. Um, they have been shooting themselves in the foot with um, alarming regularity. But <laughs> um, with this big win in their belt, we can expect some more trials of other LIBOR suspects yep. in the near future? There's already two scheduled to go ahead, one in September of six individuals and another one in January, which is a separate strand of the LIBOR investigation. Those are both in London. There are also suspects that have been charged in the US. Right. So there's transatlantic investigations going on. But this verdict should give the SFO confidence to go ahead and go after some of the alleged co-conspirators in the Hayes case. What do you think about how the future trials and this trial itself will continue to damage the reputation of the banking industry as a result of the new facts that emerge as a result of these trials and also all the media coverage of these trials. There's a certain level of fatigue, I think, to benchmark scandals. We've seen so many LIBOR fines and so many instances of wrongdoing. We've seen all the trader chats. We've seen all the FX fines now. And there's a bit of a sense that this is historic, that there's not a concern that this is going to happen again in the future. There have been benchmark reforms. You know, the rates are becoming regulated now. The senior manager's regime, which will take effect next year, should hold people accountable in the industry. So I don't think there's the sense that this is something that's going to necessarily happen again in the next couple of years. So it's still damaging to the industry. It's still sort of a constant reminder, but it's not uncovering anything new. It's evidence that we've already seen. Okay, so some evidence of LIBOR fatigue, but the trials continue. The trials continue. Lindsay Fortado, our FT legal correspondent and chief LIBOR watcher. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com.